0: The EP Podcast, heard everywhere podcasts can be found,
1: and always at theeppodcast.com.
2: And belly on up to the 9-foot homemade oak bar, pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris Linuti. it's a new week in Evergreen Park, and this is... The EP podcast, 30 minutes of good for you in Evergreen Park or those of you just outside of Evergreen Park who just want to hear something about your neighborhood. And the majority of this show is going to be from the Evergreen Park Oktoberfest this past weekend. Mayor Kelly Burke is going to be on the show. Lynn Panuski from the Village with all kinds of future events on the show. The chief of the Evergreen Park Fire Department on the show we have not had chief Kleinhaus on the show in a while it was good to catch up with him it is all brought to you by the first national bank of evergreen park your child's bright financial future starts with learning good money habits early in life help them get ahead with a junior savers account from the first national bank of evergreen park with a junior savers account kids earn interest on every dollar they deposit and they get to watch their money grow Show your kids how fun and rewarding saving can be and set them up for success. Learn more at bankevergreenpark.com junior. No minimum deposit to open. No worries about minimum balances or maintenance fees until they get to 22 years old. Stop in and see those fine folks at 95th and Pulaski in that iconic building, member FDIC. The comments keep rolling in from fans of the EP podcast, things that they love, things that they don't love, things they want more of, things they want less of when it comes to the EP podcast. I had a lot of people come up to me at Oktoberfest. A lot of people said, thanks for doing the podcast. couple of suggestions. Trust me, you can't hurt my feelings. Reach out with your thoughts through the EPPodcast.com. You can leave me a voice message. You can shoot me a comment. You can also hit us up on social media either publicly or slide into my DMs, as the kids would say. I have the mayor of Evergreen Park standing here with me, Kelly Burke. How are you? I'm great, Chris. I remember you telling me that last year's first ever Oktoberfest may have only been big because people were happy to be out of the house because of COVID and you were nervous and uh, this thing looks jam packed here today. There's a lot of people not even from Evergreen Park coming up to the tent and when I tell them like oh you can sign up for one of the podcasts they're like well, well, I don't. I'm not from Evergreen and it's it's funny but you have a lot of people coming into Evergreen just for this event.
3: Oh yeah it's, it's really uh, taken off this year and we have a ton of fun stuff and uh, you know we uh reworked it a little bit from last year got some different stuff for the kids so it's all new for everybody um i think if we're taking notes we want to get um Another set of pony rides and another face painting. Oh my
2: god, those lines are insane.
3: I feel so bad for these parents. Oh.
2: I, I told my, I told my kids, like my daughter, she's very artistic, and we do face painting sometimes at events. I'm like, we really should have done face painting at the EP podcast. Tonight. Oh,
3: a hundred percent. Because I mean, it, you know, it, it's a testament of a pony though. It is a, it's a testament of love that these parents will wait in line to give their kids this uh, thrill. But every, I mean, the weather's worked out beautifully. It's a great crowd. Um, we got a great DJ, same guy from Picnic in the Park, John Dresnes. We got the Double Dutch Ladies going right now. We've got line dancing lessons in about 20 minutes. And then the band, and then the Stein Hoisting. Stein
2: Hoisting, we got more Steins this year?
3: We have, I believe, 14 Steins.
2: Oh, that's much better than four last year. Yeah. It's gonna be good. Because like I thought people were gonna kill me last year.
3: <laughs> right, it's gonna be some <laughs> there was some heavy competition. Yeah. So yeah, looking forward to it. We've got all these different things going on. You got
2: you got people are happy, they're out, they're excited. How many people have walked up to you and said, when is my streak gonna be done?
3: Um actually I had two uh, thank yous today. Yes. Yes, yeah, so I well, like hearing
2: positivity.
3: I was at Dunkin' Donuts this morning and a resident on Lawndale thanked me and um then I had another compliment from somebody on Harding because they're pretty much coming to the end of it. The folks on Harding. So, and actually, uh, uh, some folks on Millard today said they are uh, happy it's getting done, but they're happy that their street's looking good. And um, you know, it's construction is never fun, but it's needed and it's an investment in our community. You're looking forward to the end of it, though, right? I cannot wait till the end of it. Hashtag, we didn't lose any kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yet. <laughs> and, I, and I will say a thank you to the students and the parents and the staff at both Holy Redeemer and Southwest. Because um, I, I actually walked in the, the construction area on Thursday, just sort of seeing how people get to and from school. And, you know, everybody maneuvered around everything they needed to. And they were so patient. Uh, so I, I know everybody will be thankful it's over, but I'm, I'm really grateful that everybody kind of took it in stride.
2: I saw you at a couple of openings for businesses, including the, uh, the Macy's. We had them on the show a couple of weeks ago when they were talking about it. Um, it. That must be fun for you because when you're bringing in new businesses and it's stuff that people are looking forward to, to having in the area, it must be kind of fun to go through that.
3: Yes, and the, the, the store itself is fantastic, both levels. Um, the bottom level is more what you would see in uh, a regular Macy's, but you know, a smaller. And then the second floor is, uh, you know, kind of their off-price version. But both great selection and great staff. Uh, several people from Evergreen who worked at other Macy's have now transferred to work in the store. And um, Friday was really cool because all the uh, kind of bigwigs from Macy's corporate were there because this is a kind of test case having the two stores in one building. Um, for how they move forward with some other stores. So it was really a first-class operation.
2: You know, that's the thing that we've heard a couple times when I when I talk to people who get businesses at Evergreen Park, and Macy's brought it up when they were on the EP podcast a couple weeks ago, is that because of the demographics of Evergreen Park, because of the fact that it sits just outside of Chicago, but they can still get that Chicago area that comes into it, because of the way that it's easier for them to measure, a lot of businesses like picking this location here in the EP, because they can figure out will this franchise work, will this new concept work, and, and I would imagine you you kind of push that now because you're you're seeing that as a comment from the business.
3: Well, in 100, percent you know, um, they have exhibited a lot of uh, a lot of confidence in our retail environment, um, in uh, our our residents, not only of Evergreen Park but the surrounding communities, and so now we have to support it because this is something people have said they really want they wanted you know a a fresher retail with more options and so we we brought it to them so now we have to support it and not only is it important to support you know what comes in here but other retailers are going to see what Macy's does and if they're successful it's going to make other people start looking twice at uh, Evergreen so some of the uh, retail that people say they want you know we need a track record to show these other retailers that you know they'll be successful here.
2: Talk a little bit about this space and the other spaces in Evergreen Park, which you use a lot of. You use use this community center, it's relatively new. Uh, Your predecessor, Jim Sexton, was the one that was like, we need to upgrade a community center, but we're doing so many events that are here in this section and over at the park. You're using 50 Acre Park a lot for events and things like that. Um, I I feel like it was almost like a mission of yours to, to make sure that you're using the things that are available to you and getting the community out to see what's been built for them.
3: Right, and, uh, you know, we did, uh, in in some ways, I think uh, uh, 50 Acre was, it is a little bit off people's radars, Um, you know, and and so one of the things we've tried to do is to have more events there that people will then see how beautiful it is. So we've had yoga in the park, we had the fireworks, we had um, some concerts there, and we've really tried to um, introduce some new programs at that barn, because it is such a cool amenity but so many people say, uh, yeah, I drive by it. What is in there? And some of it was, we just didn't have as much public facing programming there. And we're working to turn that around and uh, get people involved And it's obviously fantastic for kids to learn about, you know, farming and nature and, you know, have animals right there and, and understand, you know, the bees make honey and the honey sweetens things. And we do that right here. We've got the garden and feeds the uh, the the Village Pantry. So I mean it's you know kind of we're helping our own community out with this but come in and see it and it's a great learning experience and it's just beautiful.
2: Before I let you walk out of the tents here back to Oktoberfest I gotta ask you about all your walking. Where did this come from, the idea that you're going to walk around with uh, residents? You got residents oh, exercising. I know you're over at the library doing the .262 <laughs> micro marathon.
3: That, that wasn't too hard. <laughs> but
2: where is this coming from?
3: I mean, I'm a pretty active person um, I, I, regardless. You know, it's I've I don't do too, too much running anymore, but I have in the past very slowly. But I've done a lot of 5Ks, things like that. I like to play tennis. I like to bike. So I'm personally active. And... Um, I just want to get more people out being active. So uh, one of the, uh, it's the National League of Cities had a a thing move with the mayor and they sent it to us. And I said to our marketing person, like, could we do something with this? And so she kind of came up with the whole campaign. So funnily enough for a town our size, we are consistently in the top. There are, I think about 80 cities nationwide that have signed up for this. And some of them are pretty big. We are number, like in the top 10 nationwide, a number of minutes logged by our residents, you know, saying that they uh, have worked. So I've done some walking with people, we've done the yoga classes um, in public, and um, you know, I think it's done the 15th is the end of the challenge, but I mean, I will continue to keep moving with the mayor and I hope everybody else does too. All
2: right, we'll move with the mayor because I want to stay in that top 10, okay? Evergreen Park's gotta get, we gotta rank. I want to be on the list, you know. I want to be yeah. on there.
3: There will be no dancing with the mayor, but I can I can move with the mayor.
2: Mayor Kelly Burke, thanks so much for joining us.
3: My pleasure. Great party. And thank you for coming out here and uh, supporting our village events. Much appreciated. This
2: next interview here on the EP podcast is brought to you proudly by the Law Offices of Parente and Norum. When you've been injured, you need a team that will do what it takes to fight for your rights. And the insurance companies really only care about one thing, their bottom line. My wife was in an accident years ago here in the EP. It took years to get to the bottom of what was owed to her, to get the insurance company to take care of the bills. I wish I would have known about the Law Offices of Parente and Norum back then. They got the experience, the dedication, the proven results it takes to get you the care and compensation you deserve. And they're like the Yankees. They're always winning. They have recovered over $400 million for their injured clients and their loved ones. For a free case evaluation, EP podcast listeners can call or text them today at 312-641-5926 or visit pninjurylaw.com. I bumped into an old friend that we had not had on the show in a while. Oktoberfest was a great time to run into friends you had not seen in a little bit, especially over the summer. Take a listen.
0: Hi, Chief. Ron Kleinhaus here, the head of the Evergreen Park Fire Department. How are you? Good. How are you, Chris? Good to see you. I haven't talked to you in a while on this show. No, it's been a while. It's hard to get on when you got all those trustees taking up all the airtime, but that's Okay. (laughs) You know, some of them like to talk. Yeah, I know, Norm's a good talker, and so is Mark. So it's <laughs> fun to listen to, though.
2: Well, thank you. So, hey, I wanted to, I wanted to catch up with you here at the Itoberfest because, you know, you got your whole crew out here. All the firemen are out here uh, cooking brats. They may be one of the biggest lines at the fest. Everybody wants to eat what they're, they're cooking. Tell tell the listeners, uh, like, let them in on the little secret that I, I know because I got to stay in a firehouse once or twice when my uncle was
0: there, And and you know this, firemen love to cook, don't they? Yeah, you, you know, like an army, they run under their stomach. And we do have some really good cooks. This started, I can't remember how long ago they were doing a day in the park, but it started as a thing for the, the old day in the park days when um, they were looking for people to be food vendors. And the firemen started with the bratwurst and the corn every year, and it carried on. And now for the last two years, it's crossed over to the Oktoberfest. It's a great day. There are a lot of people showing up. The majority of the guys and the girls that are standing underneath those two canopies are off duty. They come back in on their days off just so they can help out the community with a really good cause and... Do some public relations, and everybody up there is a good cook, so we're in pretty good shape.
2: What's the benefit? I mean, I, I you know, I, you always hear that, like, it's a good idea for, like, the police to get out into the community and stuff like that, and, you know, firemen, we don't you don't really need them until your house has got smoke pouring out of it, but, I mean, it, there must be a real good benefit to the fact they get out there and get to meet the public uh, on their off days or at events like this.
0: Right, the benefit is so the people in the community can see the people that are serving them, you know, I mean, usually when we see them, it's on one of the worst days of their lives, and it's, it's 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 nice to be able to interact with the community, meet the people that are coming. The the, the guys are here. They're having a great time. Uh, The people are coming up, the community, for as long as I've been around, and I've been doing this for a little over 45 years now, have supported this fire department since it was all volunteer all the way up to where we're at now with our people on shift. We've always had a great relationship with this community and we want to keep it going.
2: I think I saw something recently, uh, if you could talk a little bit about it. Um, you know, we're, we're heading into the winter months now. One of the main things that people, you know, you, you wanna make sure you got your carbon monoxide detectors, you wanna make sure that you got, you know, the batteries changed. Tell everybody what they should be doing this time of year.
0: Uh, have your furnace checked before you turn it on the first time with somebody who knows what they're doing, hopefully a qualified serviceman. Double check the batteries and your smoke detectors, your carbon monoxide alarms. Uh, the state recently passed a law all well, smoke detectors have to have the 10 year batteries in them. If you haven't gotten around to getting a 10 year battery smoke detector, make sure you check the 9 volts. What we used to do is a big push always at the time change the spring head, fall back, check the battery in your smoke detector. You know, so whenever the time change comes, if you still have battery-operated smoke detectors, it's a good time to change the battery just to be on the safe side, and test them at least once a week to make sure they're working. Do
2: you guys do the thing? I know that some uh, firehouses will do it, where they'll actually put the make sure the car seats in the car
0: correctly and we stuff do. like that. We do. We have four certified car seat technicians. Um, They do it by appointment at the firehouse if they can you know, I mean if it's a last-minute thing where grandma's got to get the car seat fixed and get the you know, the baby home from the hospital We can try and get somebody but all you have to do is call the fire department business number and make an appointment We'll make sure somebody's there evergreen
2: park fire department does a lot more than just sit around and uh, and wait for your house to catch on fire That's for sure and uh, they're good cooks, you can smell it over here. You probably, you probably have some good meals when you're over there. They, 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 these guys get gourmet in firehouses, don't they?
0: Yeah, we don't, you know, you look at some of them, nobody here is starving, that's for sure, but um, yeah, no. Yeah, we do, we have some good cooks. They're, they're having a ball out here today interacting with the community, so it's a good day all the way around. The weather's been good. We got some fire pits, we're hoping to light up later. I just wish this wind gust had died down a little bit, but we'll see. A week from today is our annual open house at the fire department. Next Saturday from 10 to two. If you wanna come out, we have a lot of demonstrations. Uh, They'll be cutting up a car for an auto extrication. We have, Mitch Kushner from the state fire marshal's office is coming out with his canine dog that they use for doing arson investigations, so it's another good day. Free popcorn and drinks, and we hope to see everybody there. That's lighting anything on fire there, too? Uh, we lit a car on fire last year. We'll see how rambunctious the guys get. If the, weather, <laughs> if the weather's okay, we might burn a car for everybody. <laughs> you know, they like putting out fires. They like setting them first and then putting them out, too, don't they? Yep, yeah. We prefer to put them out, but, you know. We'll light some fire pits later on if it doesn't get too crazy But other than that, we'd prefer to just put them out yeah. There you go Chief, thanks so much for joining me Okay, thanks, Chris It's the middle of the show song 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 Chris had nothing to put here, so he put this song
2: It's the middle of the show song Switch to a new age of life, Evergreen Park Listen, at some point You, your loved ones, you're going to need help around the home. The question's going to come up. Do I need assisted living? Have I been injured? Mom or dad? Are they having a hard time getting around the house? You can now make the home into a smart home. You heard them on this show about a month ago. Hyatt Home Medical Equipment, a local business here in Evergreen Park. The amazing technological advances, anything from CPAP machines for sleep apnea, diabetes control, and then having doors open and close with the touch of an app. Technology to get you up and down the different floors in your home. The way they could set up your house, from your living room, your hallways, your bathroom, to make it accessible, and to cut down on the chance of a fall in the home. It's all about staying independent and in your home. And they're going to work with your insurance company and take extra money off if you mention the EP podcast. Don't forget about that. See all they have to offer at HHME.com or stop in and see their friendly staff right here in Evergreen Park in that big, beautiful showroom at 3518 West 95th Street right here in the EP, Hyatt Home Medical Equipment. Before we get back out to Oktoberfest, let's do your word on the street. Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce is having a multi-chamber meeting. That's right. Meet other folks from other chambers of commerces around the area. They're doing something with the folks from Oak Lawn this time around, and they're doing it at the American Legion. Proud sponsors of the EP podcast. It's this Tuesday, October the 11th. Mayor Kelly Burke, who you heard on this show, going to be there? along with the mayor of Oak Lawn. Two mayors, one place, there's gonna be food, I'll be there. Stop in if you want to take a look, get more details and tickets, they're only $20, evergreenparkchamber.org. Remember, your word on the street is brought to you this week by Mike Thauer, your country financial representative. Mike handles my auto, my home, my life, all of those insurances you need. If I have a question, he's there, like instantly. He keeps the cost down and he talks me through every question no matter how much I think my questions are dumb. He never thinks my questions are dumb. You should talk to somebody who never thinks your questions are dumb. Give him a call at 708-425-1559 or stop in at 3923 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. There is a barbecue beef luncheon October the 20th at 11 a.m. at the Evergreen Park Community Center, 3450 West 97th Street. Wear a Halloween costume if you want. Bingo is going to follow it. $10 a person. Purchase at the community center by October the 17th. The Chris Kindle Market Day Trip is coming up on December the 13th. They're already taking your reservation. For $95, you go to the market from noon until about 6 o'clock in the evening. It's downtown Chicago. You get lunch at the Grand Luxe Restaurant, a visit to Macy's, and the beauty of the lights on the Magnificent Mile. Deadline to sign up, though, this Thursday, October the 13th. Call now, 708-422-8776. I gotta be honest with you, I've been down to that market. That is a blast. And finally, the Evergreen Park Youth Department brings back Open Gym Basketball. 5th through 8th grade, $5 entry. It starts on October the 21st. It's going to be at Northeast Elementary School at 9058 South California with concessions available for purchase. Kids are going to have to have an emergency form filled out. If you have questions, 708-229-3377. Our final guest from Oktoberfest is brought to you proudly by SIDSauce.net. That is the Evergreen Park-based company that grows hot peppers right here in the village, then bottles delicious hot sauces, and drops them off at your door. If you like hot sauce, they have a flavor for any kind of food you can imagine, and it's a local business that you should support. See everything they have to offer. Make an order at SidSauce.net. We're back to Oktoberfest, and then after that, we'll see you coming up this Friday when head coach Jerry Verdi of the Evergreen Park Mustangs, who just won yet another game, five and two, they win on homecoming, will be on this show for our Football Friday special. Remember, subscribe anywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the eppodcast.com. Do not miss an episode. Now back to Oktoberfest. out at an oktoberfest and i bump into glenn panuski how are you friend i'm doing well first i've
1: seen you in a while and so you're over your recent illness of no voice
2: <laughs> i was a disaster now the airwaves
1: were quiet for a while
2: <laughs> <laughs> now i'm out here at this oktoberfest and i'm glad i'm well for it man this is uh this is going really well and um Uh, I think bigger than last year. I I believe that by the time this is over, this will be bigger than last year.
1: Well, I think the weather has a lot to do with that too. You know, last year they got, I mean, it didn't get rained out, but there was a little spot of rain there during the afternoon. This is packed. We're talking here at about, what, about four o'clock and uh, it's only going to get bigger, so.
2: Well, the thing that I notice is that people come over to the table because they're signing up for the show or they're, they're getting a giveaway that we're having here at our tent and I start to get a lot of people that are like, yeah, I'm not from Evergreen Park. Like I have the other podcasts on a network so they're like, oh, I'll follow the Socks in the Basement show or Southside Pot. I'm not from Evergreen Park. You're pulling people that are not from Evergreen Park. That's how big it's getting, I think.
1: Oh, I think so, and you know, the, the mayor's office done a great job putting this together. Our recreation department, you know, been doing so much of the grunt work. So, you know, it. I told you long ago, uh, the idea was to take our day in the park, which was a fun event, but in the middle, at the end of June when it's 100 degrees and just pack pick the whole thing up, plop it into October and here we are you know it, it's paying its dividends already it's busy
2: too i think it's like i mean you have something for everyone you got like the pony rides right. and the and the, and the jumpies there's a dj there's a band coming there's food everywhere there's tents everywhere everybody's doing something it's it's a busy festival right if, if people go home tonight hungry it's their own fault <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I got you here, uh, not just to talk about Oktoberfest, but I know you've got things coming up. Your Fantasy Fest, this is your third one, right? You did one, and then the, the, the bad times happened with the COVID. You did another one last year, this is your third one, the third annual Fantasy Fest. Tell people again what this is all about, what they're gonna see at it.
1: Well, like you said, it's our third annual one because we had the one in 2020, just before COVID hit. We were able to do one in 2021 about this time last year, so we were able to still hang out at that annual. But, yeah, it's a, it's a collection of, of fantasy vendors. Com, you know, we, we saw we got a big comic book vendor there. You know, he'll have a big table. Downstairs we'll have games of Dungeons & Dragons. You just come through. I, Frank here at the, the library will be there. I think you're talking about being in there too. Got some new vendors that have got a lot of fantasy DV, DN, D&D materials. Uh, we've got an artist coming in. So it's at the Senior Center, which is at 90, 9547 South Holman, and that's Saturday, the 15th of October, from 11 to four. Just come through, no charge to get in. It's just a fun time. Our little slogan is channel your inner nerd. There's a lot of
2: nerd collectibles. There's a lot of nerd collectibles at that. Like you walk through and like, it's like, oh, if I ever wanted like a, uh, a very detailed alien, from the movie Aliens, and uh, I wanted to see what it would look like if it had bats' wings. I can buy a figurine like, like they have everything in there. Like if you're exactly. a nerd, you would love
1: this thing. Well, and they have, you know, some of the people of our group. They, they you should call it Nerd fest. Yeah, Well, that's true. You thought about that? They, I, I like the fantasy. That, anyway, that's where all the money's gone into the advertising. <laughs> you know, so but yeah, and then there's there's uh, what you call cosplayers, which are people who dress up as a kid. People who dress up. Yeah, and they're there all day running little you know they'll be meet and greets you know hey here's how you can get started doing this so uh yeah you know, you listen it doesn't appeal to everybody but it doesn't hurt to walk through and then the youth department will be there for a couple hours uh so you could at least at the very least get a hot dog and some chips
2: i like this uh this kind of event because of the cosplayers because it's really it is it is some good people watching to watch uh, what people dress up in sometimes you know what the character is sometimes some obscure character that was in three episodes of an anime series that aired 25 years ago but i mean it's interesting nonetheless
1: well and then people come up with their own uh costumes as well so yeah. so that's on the 15th a couple of weeks later on friday the oh gosh um I want to say it's the 29th. Okay. Would be the Halloween parade. It's a Friday night, so correct me if I have got the actual date wrong. But that'll be 5 o'clock over at the um, 50 Acre Park. The what
2: happens at the Halloween parade? I think I missed that last
1: year. I've been to one before, though. They've got, uh, it's a Halloween parade. You know, kid, bring kids bring your costumes. Kids from EP bring your costumes. And then there's a, uh, they, there's a pumpkin patch. You go in there, pick your pumpkin. Uh, The barn will be open, so the horses will be, you know, the animals will be there to say hello. Do they dress up the animals? Uh, No, but they dress up the barn. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm waiting for one of the horses to do a Mr. Ed.
2: The horse dresses as a cow, the cow dresses as a rabbit.
1: Well, we don't want to give them uh, any any identity crises, but you know, <laughs> you know, but that's a fun night, you know.
2: No one confused cows, right?
1: And then you know, it's I, I've always said that once you hit Halloween, it's only a hop, skip, and a jump, and your feet never touch the ground. But you're looking at Christmas season. We got a couple of things. We got you're our. You're
2: one of those people that skips Thanksgiving. Uh, you're one of those people that just skips right over November. Glad
1: it's we get you know, on the third. We're going to be right back here on this parking lot for the uh, Christmas festival, and then. Um, actually the following weekend we've got a brand new show which you and i can talk about at length the next time but an original musical called uh, daydreamland uh, the 9th, 10th, and 11th over at the uh, Senior Center. And, uh, All
2: right, so the, the thing that's on the 3rd of December, it'll be the next big festival that happens at this location exactly. where we're at at the Community Center right off of the, you know, using a little bit of Klein Park or Circle Park, whatever you call it, and and that's the next big event that'll be out here December the 3rd. That's pretty quick. It's only a couple of months away, and that is, what do they call it again, the Chris Kindle Fest? Or? Well, no, that is our Dickens Fest. The Dickens Fest.
1: At the, at the, you know, So you'll have Santa Claus. You'll have at 6 o'clock we'd light the tree, you know, right on the corner there that's always a a great event
2: that's when poor bill green has to sit there and sweat worried that the lights don't go on
1: yeah he sweats even though it's usually well no i'm wrong it's not cold the the problem is we never have snow we actually should have the dickens fest like in february when we first get snow you know right he needs a spring for some fake snow maybe some fake snow machines i'm going to put it right down here that on dickens fest december 3rd it will be warmer than it is now here So. (laughs) (laughs) It's the way it has been lately, you know, and you're having a good afternoon here, it looks like. so.
2: people love coming over to the podcast. There you go. Ask for free stuff. Yeah. They sign up.
1: And, and sorry, our baseball teams didn't uh, wind up the we, way we had hoped that they would.
2: But I don't want to talk about the White Sox, Glenn. It hurts too much. It will be an interesting postseason, that's for sure. So Definitely be interesting to watch. Glenn Penusky works for the Village. He's one of the great people that keep this place going each and every week, each and every month, each and every year. Uh, he's behind a lot of the things that you enjoy as a resident here in Evergreen Park. And don't forget about fantasy Fest now. Coming up this weekend, it is a Saturday event over at the... Senior Center Senior Center And it kicks off at 11 a.m. It's like it's like I didn't listen to you At the beginning of the interview I have to ask you again I'm sorry end, well, you're, you're, It's you're, loud here You're testing It's me. loud There's a lot of people around It's loud uh, Glenn, thanks so much, my friend
1: Thank you, buddy
2: Another show is wrapped up Another show's in the books
1: Another show is wrapped up And then by the looks It's gonna be a good one And we'll see you next week And the new day Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. The <laughs> L- Basement. Broadcast Basement. The L- Noody's L- 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 Basement. The Broad Basement. Launcher.
0: The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.